You are listening to KYRS Medical Expokan 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Welcome to the show. Welcome. I, your I love the host. song that was uh, playing before we came on. That was I do too. I kind of want you to learn it on the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. uh, we can sing that. That's yeah. our next our next number one hit. There you go. Yeah. Whatever that song was, it's just <laughs> right? it's, it's just perfect. a lot of noises, right. really. Let's be honest. This is us, Sergey said outspoken. We are your hosts for the show. What's your name? My name's Sergey Grinkin. Nice. Mine's Jonathan oh Sheffield. Gosh, nice to meet is, you. Isn't it? We actually have uh someone in studio that we're gonna get to in a little bit, but Kyle who Richardson, who is uh from Spokane AIDS Network. He's been on before. Yeah, you know we, him. We might know each other. Well, you know, a little bit. We kind of like each other in this group. He's here as well, sitting on the the other mic. He biked in like a healthy person. I know. Which, <laughs> yeah, he's still catching that, catching the breath. Well, yeah, healthy. It's annoying. Kyle. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. No, Kyle's maybe one of the so. healthiest people. You and Sergey. Ugh, it's exhausting. I don't. I don't compare. I can't compare to Sergey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it. Oh, stop it. Too much. Too healthy. Too. If there's such a thing, <laughs> I will I die. I actually out of had a conversation mm. with someone who said that there is a thing of being too quote unquote healthy. Okay. To where you yeah. push so hard that it actually becomes unhealthy. Well, so I like right, to think okay, that that's sure. actually where I am. <laughs> I just don't want to push. I mean, it's like drinking it, too much water. <laughs> right. right? Yes. This that, thing is so good drown yourself. Right. Drown yourself. Yeah. Can you well, believe that? That's I mean, true. <laughs> running, you can you can overrun yourself. So right, you as go. you have learned as well. Yeah, can you run over true. yourself? <laughs> hey, you know, funny story. I've done that. How oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> when the cop comes to the hospital and says, who is driving the car that hit you? And you say, I was. They leave because they think maybe something <laughs> mentally is wrong with you. But no, it happened. I did uh, it. I was 17. Uh, I'm that talented. You run over yourself. I ran over myself wow. with my own car that I was driving. Did it have to do with the stick shift? No, but my car ran out of gas. And it was a huge, like, Pontiac Ventura. It looks like a Nova. It was. I called it the tank. And... I hit somehow hit my thing into neutral when I was getting out of the car. Okay. So it's rolling down a hill with the door open, and I'm there. So all you see is the car going down the hill and me running, <laughs> trying to get out of the way of the car. And then it, it got me, and the tire pulled me under. But the police were so confused. Oh, like my God. They didn't God. know how to do the report because they thought he can't be in his right mind. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, no, I was driving. Like, I was Can I just say, I was imagining like Japanese Godzilla. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then your Godzilla car, and you're like, it's my car. Oh, <laughs> my God. Driving. I love it. was a little bit how it happened, I think. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, and to all of our listeners, you're welcome. Yeah. Let there you go. There's give a you tips. <laughs> <laughs> How to not run yourself over. There you go. Right. I love it. Jonathan, what have you been up to this week? It's Oh uh, my goodness. I I okay. Yeah. It's a big it's thing. It's a big thing for you. I have like been cleaning like deep cleaning my Which house. if you don't know Jonathan, that is a huge deal. His Gigantic. Med, his room looks like what Target would look like if there was an earthquake. <laughs> That's I that's do. that's his apartment. It's like I live yeah. in a cave, and yeah. it has supported my hermit-like ways. And so it's been great because my social is work. I just work sure. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And so my new commitment is I'm not going to. I'm going to work hard, but I'm also going to play hard. Oh, to do hard. that, I sort of need a clean house. Like mm-hmm, I want to mm-hmm. entertain. You know, we have friends. We go over to their house. We have dinner. It's so much fun. Sure. I want to. I want that life and stop pining. So, decided to clean. I'm telling you, I hurt. All over. It's like a work. It's a full body workout. Oh wow! You could skip over. The gym. I was on the floor mm-hmm. of my bathroom with a big uh, brush. Just that's how cleaning I was doing. I was just scrubbing, 
the floor. I have never seen, like, my dog doesn't know what to do. He's terrified. Because yeah. he's sitting <laughs> on the couch like, what's, what's happening? I don't know. Wow. Because he likes, he's a little Dotson, so he likes to, like, make nests. You know, they right. like to root. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I think they're, like, part mole. And um, <laughs> so he doesn't know what to do. And then when the vacuum comes out, of, as oh, yeah. usual, of he course. freaks yeah. Yeah. out. So yeah, anyways, like I'm going so far as I have one more room to go. Just one. That's amazing. And I'm getting a shampoo or to shampoo my car. You should invite people over, charge them for like a membership, and then get their workout at that your is, house. You are brilliant, of... sir. So, guys, that's going to be $20 after the show. So I'll see you at my house. <laughs> get your workout. Clean <laughs> right? the room. Yeah. It's amazing. But yeah, uh, so that's, but I also watched a movie. Like, I don't, my attention span, I don't know if you know this, is, <laughs> is kind zero. of small. Right, so right. I don't watch movies anymore because I'm always thinking about 8,000 things. So, I've mm. been making myself watch movies. Now I'm cleaning while I'm watching, so right. I can still be. Sure. And I watched some some pretty hilarious movies. Mordecai, I don't know if you've seen it with Johnny Depp and okay. Gwyneth Paltrow. See, really you good. text me all week long about all these movies, yes. and I'm like, I have not seen a movie in like right? months. So I had to go see a movie the other day, and I Yay. saw a Man from Uncle. So and and it was it was great. it's a remake. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because it's it's based off the TV series. Yes. Um, very well done. I I enjoyed it. So you inspired me to go see a movie, John. Yay! I'm glad. <laughs> as long as it was good. I want to see Spy really bad. Okay. Kyle, when was the I last movie I have not heard of any of these movies. Oh, oh Ky- Kyle. Uncle, whatever, something. Man from Man Uncle. Man from yeah. Uncle. I haven't heard of that. When was la- what was the last movie you saw? If you say it was Sound actually, of Music. No, <laughs> it wasn't. It was called. It was something about a pirate. It was a Japanese anime. <laughs> okay. Oh, I just okay. was watching it before I came over here. Oh. oh. That's- and I'm okay. not really into animes, but like it depends on the story for I'm me. Trying to, sure. There's some weird animes. Out there. Oh, there are. There I was are. watching the show about these like giant human beings that are attacking <gasps> the small village. Yes, it's on Cartoon attack Network. Attack on Titans. Yes, attack, and it's, it's a huge thing. Yeah. Wow, it's, it's I kind of liked it, but I huh. watched the whole first. There's gonna season. be a movie. There should be because I watched the whole first season. I was like, what? Right. I just watch. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what? Thirteen hours, and I do not know anything new from now than I yeah. did in the first episode. <laughs> I See, love. Sometimes them. our brains it gets need you more that confused. Yeah. Vacation. Right. I think. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. Oh, all I have to say is unfinished business with Vince Vaughn. If you want to laugh so hard, just go get it. Just yeah. go get it. Oh my gosh, I cannot tell you I have not laughed that hard. Now, given it's now, trust me, it's very inappropriate, and there are some very much R-rated scenes. But so you know, if you if you don't want to watch that, don't. But it's <laughs> full disclosure. Yeah, if you if you're 13, don't. There right, I know. If yeah. you're 13, don't watch it. But it's pretty funny, and there is a okay. point where they go to a gay pride kink fest thing. So it's like like Folsom Street Fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, like okay. Folsom Street gotcha, Fair. Gotcha. Except it's in Germany. So so funny. <laughs> What's it called? It's called. Um, what did I say? It was called <laughs> Unfinished Business. Okay. <laughs> and it's a sweet movie, but also, I'm sorry, it's hysterical. Yeah. And Dave Franco, James Franco's oh, yes. hotter younger brother, is uh, in it, and you get maybe get to see him naked like three times. Oh, wow. Maybe. Just, just maybe. A slight just maybe. Just it's a like slight, It's a yeah. slip. Gotcha. You, yeah. Accidentally. It's, it's a worth a slip. Is yeah. it one of those don't blink moments? Or? No, actually, no. Okay. It's uh, you have a moment. To, you could even freeze frame it. If you oh, wow. <laughs> but it's such a. So. This is the boys telling you to go do something nice for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> go see a movie. You know, <laughs> go clean see your house. Butt. Yes, right, yeah. do. <laughs> Always when you have that. Right. They should put in treadmills at the at the movie theater. Actually, <gasps> I would do that. They did the opposite up on the north side. If you haven't <laughs> been to those, 
Kind of. They put in full recliner yes, chairs, yeah. and they are like electric recliners, and you can like sleep in the. I almost fell asleep when I saw a movie. What was there. that was like, wow. that cartoon it's, it's where everybody was in just motorized chairs and they got Wally? So fat. Wally. Yeah. yeah, that's what's happening, isn't it? It is what's happening. Yeah. I will say I posted a selfie because you know I must. <laughs> I must narrate my <laughs> That's life news. on Facebook. <laughs> I is... must narrate my life on Facebook <laughs> okay. all the time. So I will say, uh, I put a picture of me, so go look at it on my Facebook page. <laughs> I was told I was looking good, so I just want to share that. Okay, so all right. That's a thing. I have to say you are looking good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. Like a lot for me to have to tell you that. <laughs> no, I'm really proud of you. Breath. Thank you. For going out, yeah. and I, I've seen all your hard work updates of going to the gym and <sighs> cleaning your house. To, and right? <laughs> yeah. All that. And it takes, I really, it does take a lot of work. It does. Um, it's crazy. I don't know how you skinny boys do this stuff. I it's actually a don't lot work out. Work. I don't go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, and that's why. Uh, that's why I further really respect you. For yeah. two seconds, you were my favorite person, and now you're dead to me. Well, but you but you bike to work, and you bike here because I your life didn't is bike to active. work. Oh, I am okay. Never mind. You're I not know. that healthy you at all. You guys think Stop. I'm so healthy, and I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs like, well, if they only knew. <laughs> I love it. Hey, but you know, be thankful for the metabolism you got. <laughs> yeah, there you that's go. What I say. I was a fat kid and a fat. 20s person uh, remember 325 in my 20s oh wow yes oh yeah you should mm. see the pictures that some people think oh look at jonathan this is a picture remember when we did this i'm like never show that again <laughs> never <laughs> take that off burn right. it right yeah. burn that yeah okay i digress Saturday. I, see today we're gonna have one of these shows it it's, is it's gonna be fun it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a packed show we're gonna talk yes. in a little bit to uh Kyle, about a fun thing that we're involved with and something that's important, which is uh, Spokane, uh, for Spokane and everywhere, really, but that's AIDS Walk, which is coming mm -hmm. up in September. So we're going to, after a break, we'll talk about that. But also, in the second hour, we have the uh, ladies who used to do Gender Talk. And Gender Vision. And as well. Gender Vision, which were huge, groundbreaking shows at the time. No one was talking about transgender issues or just gender issues yeah. at all. And these two um, women are real trail trailblazers, and we're going to have them on the show uh, in the second hour. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Actually, their names are Gordine McKenzie and Nancy Nangeroni from Gender Talk. I watched a bunch of videos this morning. Mm -hmm. Just check them out. You you will get to meet Raving Raven, which who is alone is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and Kurt so. does an uncanny impression. Uncanny, it's, it kind of, and great. he only saw them like a minute. Yeah, well, I so. I, I secretly feel like that's his <laughs> spirit animal. He's just channeling. But the problem Raven. is, he has been enjoying coming up with characters. Oh no! And so there's the old man, which <laughs> oh, we don't let talk anymore. No, no. So Kyle, we're gonna have to have you have a, you know meet the old man and Raving Raven by Kurt. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> we cannot Sounds be like the only ones. Yeah. A blast. Yeah, you know, it's a loose interpretation. <laughs> but, oh, but one last thing we have to talk about. Yes. Because since yeah, this is the part where it. we just talk about random stuff. Oh, well, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. What, so, whatever happened. So, spiders. Oh, uh, no. No, no. I have a oh, big no. fear of spiders, right? No, no, no. And so, my sister this morning... If my uh, if my page will work, I want to I read you. So you know, there's all those fun spider memes, and I'm not gonna lie it's to you. Fun, fun. Well, they're not you know, fun. They try to make funny <laughs> out of a terrifying situation. Okay, all right. I had to kill a spider in my house this week. It was very Ooh. not okay. But anyway, so it's spiders, the yeah. always face your fears, which you and I have talked about. Always. Okay. Face your fears. With your shoe. Ex yeah. Yes. <laughs> it says, face them all except spiders. When it comes to spiders, you should run, flee, stomp, scream, cry, slap, shoot, tase them, throw items at them, set fire to them, explode, do whatever it takes to get away from that spider. And I support this 100%. So I get a text. Okay. Huge text from a friend of mine who's a real estate agent. 
and she cracks me up anyways. But she, so when you go show a house, if you've ever had to go, they have these little key boxes that we open with oh, an yeah. electronic thing. Mm-hmm. Well, then you have to push under it to get the key out. Oh my God. So she pushes under it and she's like, and there was a spider that I squished and I could tell it was a big spider. Oh, and God, what I learned no. very quickly was that it was a mama wolf spider who had Ooh. a thousand babies on her back. And she goes, and they were out to get vengeance oh. of the road is that and she goes they're all crawling oh up no my no no arm, no 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 like my arms a highway just crawling up and she goes i'm with clients i'm in a dress and i'm freaking out flailing and screaming i'm like yep i would too. i'd be like see ya yeah sorry <laughs> you don't get a house. i would be setting myself on fire oh, I, would be, <laughs> yeah. I would be screaming like you've never right. heard me scream Right? Oh, 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 oh. No, that spiders is not no. okay. Not okay. There is an unwritten contract in my well, house. And not only spiders. spiders I'm not going to touch you. B- thousands of baby spiders. Even right? worse. Tell like, me you that's can't, not you a can't just pick that off. Those no. are, they're, like, yeah. they're, they're like dust. Like, at least with sharks, which I also have a big fear of, <laughs> they can't have lots of baby sharks. No. Climb. No. They're just, basically, you're just dead if you It's just shark. one, right. This is that's what nightmares are made of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's something like, like uh, Sergey mentioned, like this, the fact they're all small and crawl yeah. fast. Because like even yes. I walk through right. nests, they don't even bite, and I'm just like, oh my, yes, yeah, no, no more, no. Too, too much. Don't cover me. No, <laughs> don't cover don't me. Get near me. No, mm-hmm. I love it. Creepy yeah. crawly small. We don't do this. Yeah, we don't do that. Okay. All right, we're gonna take <laughs> a done. quick song break here, uh, and we're gonna play actually Jack Mosey, who is coming to Spokane. Yes. Uh, August 29th, we're bringing him to the That's Viking. That's a Saturday night, Viking Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. It is no cover. No it cover. It is all ages. And this is a, a queer artist from our neck of the woods up in, he's from Seattle, but up in the Pacific Northwest. And yeah. the Spoken Boys are able to bring him over here. So you should probably go out and have a really good time. You probably should. Yeah. So if you really are interested, here's a song of his. And maybe you like it and we'll show up. So that was the song. It's just a brief sample. I was um, gonna say it has to be because I know. you know, twenty seconds I can probably handle anyway. Right, exactly. That's very, all that's all you small. get of Jack Mosey for now. Because if you want to hear the rest of the song, you have to show up. That's how we do it. Nailed it. Nailed it. That's right. We're gonna tantalize you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cut it off in the middle of but the song. But what's that day he's coming? The 29th, right? The 29th. Saturday. We're out again. The Viking. What time again? Oh well, it's at eight. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it right there. Kyle, we'll bring you on all the time just <laughs> right. to ask Kyle these questions. Kyle sets it up, yeah. <laughs> and then you you home do whatever it. you do in sports. Hit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hit it. Home it. Kick it. Home throw run it. it. Spike it. A home goal. Is that it? Is it home goal? <laughs> home home goal. touchdown. All right. <laughs> A little bit of sports uh, for your day. <laughs> and in a little bit, we'll tell you why we were talking about Michael Sandler, too. But um, before that, yeah. we officially welcome, live from KYRS Studios with <laughs> Outspoken, we have the Kyle Richardson from Spokane AIDS Network. Dun, da, da, da. There He's you are. <laughs> so excited that you're here. We So we had a recent meeting because you have a big thing you you guys have been planning that's coming up. Actually, we're almost, what, a month away? Almost a month and a half, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about a month and a half. Talk to us about what everyone in Spokane about, should be doing. About the End AIDS Walk. Oh, love Ooh, it. That's what it's all about. Walk. It's big drama. Yeah. So uh, this is our major um, awareness event. Spokane AIDS Network, every year for the past, I don't know how many years, mm-hmm. has had um, an HIV AIDS awareness event, which is a walk through Riverfront Park. And sure. it's a beautiful walk. In the fall, fall, you know, fall mornings when you go out and that Ugh. sun is just at the right angle, or it's like this nice golden yellow, and you're yes, just like, oh my God, yes, it's crisp. It's yeah. not too warm. It's, yeah, it's not too love, cool. love, love. That's when this is happening. And then we're gonna be right on the river, 
oh, walking wow. around the park and stuff. Mm. Uh, but no, ultimately, so this year, the new name is End AIDS Walk. Okay. Because in Washington State, 2012, Governor Inslee signed a proclamation to end AIDS in Washington State. And the mm-hmm. first mer- real earmarker for that is uh, reducing new HIV infections by 50% by the year 2020. That's um, big Really big deal. And we're really taking it seriously, too. There's funding yeah. going involved. Yeah. There's statewide planning groups happening. Like, it's not just that, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about this. It's 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 really happening. So our, we renamed our walk this year to End AIDS Walk uh, 2015. And we really want people to show up. Uh, it's, there's, it's a three-mile walk. There's a one-mile option. It's not quite as exciting like but go for yeah. the it's three. there yeah, yeah. go for yeah. it go it just go do for it. the three if you can do it it is it's uh um it's wheelchair friendly there's no stairs or anything like that that's awesome yeah nice <clears throat> totally but we really want people to show up and um we get a really cool limited edition t-shirt Ooh, every year it's a new yeah. shirt new shirt and it's I like bloomsday it. like Ooh, what's it gonna be what's yeah right, right 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 you don't know till the day of i love that the cool thing is you get your shirt before the walk though or it's bloomsday they make you wait till after yeah, right. yeah so yeah. you could actually wear your shirt while walking. you could wear your shirt while walking, while walking. Okay. but we also have teams that are coming up like planned parenthood's gonna be there with the team outspoken i, we t- all, we I do have, have a team, team. yeah has a they team. have a team we have lots of actually really cool teams uh and they register at sanwalk.org so s-a-n like spokane aids network walk.org right and we do, there is a twenty dollars registration fee which pays for your shirt, mm-hmm. um, and then also helps us do some other cool stuff that we do at the event. But it really is an awareness event. Um, and yeah, we just want people to show up. We doubled our numbers last year. Oh, what really? We doubled our attendance. Well, double it this year again. We want to double it just, again. Just keep doubling. We're looking. We want four hundred people there. That would be. That would be pretty it, oh, incredible. And here's the other big thing: yeah. is mm-hmm. uh, if you want to donate, the the admission fee is really doable. Yeah. For most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's $20. Well, and on top of signing up for the walk and admission fee, you can donate if you just want to donate yeah. to the cause, right? Yeah. If you just want to donate, exactly. Go into that website, right. uh, sandwalk.org, and there's a donate button at the okay. top. And then you can either donate there, or you can also um, uh, go to uh, the... Shoot, I'm having a brain fart. The outspoken team. You can. And here's the thing. Right. Kurt, I just send it to you, uh, our fearless... Producer back there. So our team has it. And I actually had a conversation with a, a friend of mine in Spokane who said, listen, I saw that you sent the invite out. I am not going to be here, but how can I donate so that I can be part of it? You can donate no matter what, which is more important than doing it for our team. But if you want to be on the outspoken team, you can't be there to, I mean, who doesn't want to walk with us? Because you know it's going to be fun. It's gonna First be of all, it's going to be hysterical. <laughs> and if there's any spiders, we will walk faster. Way faster. Than anyone. Oh, I'll bring some pet spiders. <laughs> oh, right? God, Just no. Have oh, a pet. leashes. <laughs> but, uh, and, he, and he said, so I sent him to the page. I said, this is where you can donate if you can't be there. And you can donate what you yeah. want, uh, whether it's the $20 fee because you're not going to be there or more. It's whatever you want to do. But definitely, we want to have a huge team. This You ran with us at the last, we did a 5K, oh, and yeah. Kyle ran with us. Mm-hmm. It was just fun to have a group of people together it was good for a good cause. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to do it. So let's do it for a very important cause, which is HIV awareness and uh, education. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can and I do one last plug yes, for oh, you? Please. Yes, you it's should. It's for the Outspoken Bring Team. Because you can either go on the page and click the donate button, or you can go to the Outspoken Team's page and because Sp- because you guys can raise money yes. right. all the team members right, right, right. and so if you want to help support yep. uh, the outspoken team then instead of doing a general donation you can sponsor one of the walkers 
uh, and then exactly. donate to their page. Oh, wow. Because we're going to have a little bit of a competition. Oh, we love that. The individuals and teams that raise the most money and then also have the largest teams. We have lots of really cool prizes like <sighs> gift certificates to Wild Sage. See, okay. Wine and, wine and charcuterie. I pairings, love Wild Sage, like by the way. Oh, so it's amazing. Good. Okay, so obviously we're going to have to right? step Here's up our game. Here's the thing. If step when we up. were doing the 5K thing, you were like, there's no way. Listen, we're just asking you to walk on yep. this one. So yep. make our team bigger. Sign up than for our, than our team last one. How important do you find this every year to getting more and more information out there about the continued fight against HIV? You know, especially right now, it's always important because um, HIV is so much different today than it was in the 80s and 90s. And we it's so important to have these awareness right. events. Like, you know, HIV is still occurring. People still are dying of AIDS. Uh, we don't see it as much. But, you know, I've been to the hospital a few times this last year for, for, to visit um, and help someone who has who's diagnosed with AIDS with a really low T cell count. So it still happens. So we can't forget um, that even though there are that there is great treatment and stuff, you know, uh, people still fall through the cracks. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Um, but right now, I think that this year is so exciting because it's the first year that. The, the state and the nation has said, look, we are going to end AIDS. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. The, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're looking at ending HIV right now. Right. Um, because, it, you know, HIV and AIDS are two different things. Mm-hmm. Sure. But AIDS is the progression of the disease where it becomes very serious and it's more difficult for people to recover. So we want to actually end AIDS by getting people in care, getting people diagnosed right. before they before they ever you know enter the AIDS. Well, you right. make it good. Sure. Uh, a good allusion to a point that I want to ask you about, which is there are thousands of people uh, statistically showing in our country that have no idea they even have HIV, which makes it 10 times even more possible that you're going to end up farther along the line with AIDS. Yeah. So what are those stats? Well, nationally, I think it's like 16 to 20% of people with HIV don't know their oh, wow. status. Sure. Because we're not getting tested. Yeah. And that's the only yeah. way to know your status is yeah. to get tested. People I, I see when I, I do testing at Spokane AIDS Network mm-hmm. and people say, mm-hmm. what would the symptoms be? And I said, well, you might have like a sore throat or a cold, but, sure. you know, virus, um, the flu and other things cause those same those same right. symptoms. Exactly. And it's hard. So that's not something good to go off of. Sure. Right. And because well, it's attacking your immune system, I mean, anything yeah, could yeah. get you. Yeah. Exactly. You know? exactly. And Kyle, I mean, you can get tested at uh, Spokane AIDS Network, right? And every every city kind of has a place that you can go get tested, yep. like a Planned Parenthood. Yeah, it doesn't cost or a, them anything. Uh, exactly, yeah. AIDS Network. And mm. so we do free HIV testing uh, at Spokane AIDS Network for people sure. with, with, with a risk, with an identified risk. Right. But just, you know, um, people that are not sexually active or do not have a history of drug use or anything like that, they should still get tested too because, you know, it's uh, it's good to go and experience it to see what it's like. Sure. It really destigmatizes the process because it can be scary that first time. Oh, yeah. you know what? It can yeah. be scary that every time. Yeah. I just yeah. want to say, even if I, I have had a year of sadness and no, no sex life at all, terrified still. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter because it's just scary. Mm-hmm. So you just want a place you can feel safe to go to so that yep. you allow yourself to to be that. And it's a vulnerable place to put yourself. Yeah. And so it's important that you have a place you trust that you go and just do it. It's just part of life. You know, not only take care of ourselves, but to take care of everyone that we 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 are in contact with and see, you know, that if you do want to have some fun, that everybody knows on the up and up. Yeah, that's that's one of the single most important things you can do. So in, uh, 60 to 20 percent nationally don't know their status. 
mm-hmm. and it's about 14 per- 14 to 16 percent in washington state so we're doing a little better in washington state okay but, good um, good we're really taking taking the disease seriously but still 14 yeah. percent is a yeah that's is yeah, that's a nice too much. chunk yeah exactly we did want to say to our listeners who are in idaho you guys also have a place you can go north idaho aids coalition uh does it there as well so if you are over on on that side of things, we're sorry. First of all, and <laughs> but that's a great. Second that's of all, there are great people there. Yeah. yeah, they're really great there. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, but if you're here in Spokane, Spokane Aids Network. First of all, everybody there is so mm-hmm. like nice, so easy to talk to. So it's definitely not a scary place. Very welcoming place. Yeah, to, absolutely. To get it. It's a great resource to know and. Um, right. You know, if if you do test positive, they're also a great resource that will help you through. You know everything that you need yeah we walk yeah. we walk people yeah. through the process right uh, and we have case managers on site and we have great right. connections with local hiv hiv mm-hmm. doctors if you don't have insurance we have people that will help you get insurance see that's amazing yeah, yeah. um uh i'll have to come back to whatever my thought was because i sure. forgot what it was Just circle around okay yeah. you know, right <laughs> yeah there you go um one of the things that uh I always say that I'm going to do, and it's probably against all laws or whatever, is I just want to go have my process documented <laughs> because I'm terrified of it, and I feel like I need to face it and maybe – and I'm always that guy. Oh, you want to come and get something. tested and film it? I want, Yeah, I want to make – I want to oh, be do that it. open. Yeah. Let's know. do it. Yeah. Can, is that a possibility? Yeah, I'll just yeah. get a waiver signed. Do I'm there. <laughs> oh, nice. There, there it is. And then, so, yeah. and then because you know me already, everybody listening, it'll be like – I'm going to get an Oscar because yeah. it will go through all of the emotions. <laughs> all of the emotions will be oh, happening no. right there. The waiting um, period, you know, that 20 minute. You're like, right. oh, no. I know. Oh, no. I remember the days when it was 10 days. Sure, so sure. that was hell on earth. Yeah. So, 10 days. Oh, right. Now it's 20 minutes. I, yep. And I love that. And we're hoping to go to one that's one minute. Oh, wow. Really? That instant? Yeah. It's a finger stick, so there's a little sure. bit of blood. But sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it yeah, happens. I mean, yeah. It just Life's feels like messy. you get... You know, pricked by a thorn or something. Right. It's not too bad. It's not exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, and you can feel like Sleeping Beauty for a second. <laughs> right? I mean, hopefully, that... you, hopefully you don't pass out. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and not wake up for 10 years or whatever. Right, right, but right. if a prince is going to kiss me, I'm in. It's okay. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> I love that that's what you turn your HIV test into a Sleeping Beauty story. That's, I told that's, you that's it true. would at least be entertaining uh, right, to exactly. watch me go through this. See, um, this is why you come to AIDS. Uh, end AIDS walk because this is what you get there. You, you come and listen. we entertain. And I'm really. Yeah. We'll narrate. Shout out. Because I'm really excited that you two, Sergey and Jonathan, yeah. will also be helping um, me out greatly by we being on to. the microphone and providing entertainment, live entertainment to all of our wonderful participants. Here's my favorite thing is when Kyle approaches us. He is yeah. so kind <laughs> and he acts like the possibility of us saying no is in the air or something. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, did you say microphone? Uh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you say people and a microphone? Then Correct. we are in. We're, we're there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, we love, Zero you know, question. when we first met you all, uh, we went to uh, Olympia and we were able to be a part of that. Yeah. It has nothing, been nothing but educational and entertaining the whole step of the way. So we're very excited to be here as well. I want to ask one last thing um, before we have another break, which is, you know, we've been committed to having lots of conversations on the show over yeah. the past eight months, I mm-hmm. guess now, yeah. about PrEP. Um, yes. which we think is very, very important to talk about. And, of course, most recently we had Eric Lowe from kink.com. That's right. Um, who gave a very inspirational talk. He's a very mm-hmm. good man. Where, So there's now since uh, we have talked last, you can. it's more available in Spokane than it ever has been. Can you talk it, to people a little about that? Oh, I'd love to. Uh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> so um, it's really great. There's, there's qu- the, the, the list of 
providers in Spokane that are offering PrEP has, has grown up. And I'm really excited about Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. of Greater Washington, mm-hmm. North Idaho coming out and being a provider of PrEP. They have trained uh, trained medical staff that know what the process is, um, for getting people on PrEP, know what things to consider, lab works, sure. things like that. And it's super easy. You can just go on their website. Uh, I... I'm horrible. I don't know the name. I'm sure it's like Planned Parenthood Greater Washington North Idaho. It is, yeah. Com. Is yep. that it? Yep. Yeah. Well, it's just the acronym. For I that. was going to say it. PPGWNI. Yeah. Yep, exactly. PPGWNI.org. Org. Mm-hmm. And you can just schedule in your appointment online there. Um, and they let me know, like, if you want to go and talk to someone about PrEP. Uh, there's nothing that says schedule an appointment to talk about PrEP, but you just go and schedule yeah. an appointment. And right. then uh, when you're in there, then you can go ahead and ask questions and let them know that you wanted to, that you're right. interested in PrEP. You know, actually, I went through that process of going in to talk to them about PrEP. And it's interesting because, you know, it is just as easy. It's as easy as going to get um, tested if you were to go there to get tested. And so I went through that process and uh, met with the doctor. And then we we had a conversation. It was very open, very uh, informative. And um, we I mean, we kind of came to a conclusion that it probably wasn't the best option for me right now. Um, but it's, it is really easy to do. It is really easy to go there and, um, they're very open about it. So thanks for speaking from experience. I think that helps a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I also really appreciate that, uh, that it was a decision that you and the doctor came up with right? and that, uh, prep isn't for everybody. Right. Uh, But if you are even thinking about it, you know, the best way to know if it's for you is Mm -hmm. to make that next step. Right. Um, And if you're not ready to see a doctor, give Santa a call. Because we definitely do counseling mm-hmm. um, and talk people through what it prep might look like. Exactly. Right. And I, right. I want to say to you, Sergey, when we were talking about that experience yep. of yours, one of the things that I asked, but yep. I think it's it's worth making clear, was I was like, well, well you, you, know, you and the doctor decided not to. Was the doctor... Uh, open to the idea or was it just shut down but you right. made it very clear no it was a conversation it was exactly and i mean as much as the doctor said you know i don't think i would recommend this to you but if you want to continue with this process we're i mean we're here we're, right. we're open for it so it was a conversation and it was you know talking about it it wasn't just and no, that's I'm not amazing you you're not going to a right. doctor who right. who's going to they're going to listen to you they're going to talk to you you're going to have this conversation and they're going to be so, frank with you i mean yeah. they they are trained medical professionals that do know you know, the risks that are involved and, you know, if you're a good candidate or not. Um, and they'll be, they'll speak to that. So, yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, uh, we did, San, Spokane Aids Network did a focus group in, in April sure. um, just to kind of get people's impressions and ideas. And, yeah. and, and also we talked to everyone I test to. Everyone that I test, I talked to them about prep. Right. And barriers. And, a, and an overarching theme is that uh, people are worried that doctors are on the side of pharmaceuticals and will try and get you to take this medicine whether it's good, right for you or not. So sure. did you feel that at all? Actually, not at all. Well, basically, what she said to me was, um, as, just just by being a gay man, yes, I am you know, a sexually active gay man. I am at risk. But uh, because I've been doing everything you know, um, right to, to prevent you know, HIV infections, and you know, I, I always have a condom, I always um, you know, sleep with one partner at a time kind of thing. So basically she said, you know, you're not the best candidate. You're more than welcome to do this. But she said, uh, the damage to your kidneys, uh, long-term could probably weigh out the benefits, uh, if you're going to continue to be this, you know, pr- uh, safe and whatnot. So that's where the conversation began. Mm. And, um, you know, I didn't feel like she was pushing me at all, zero of that. And it was very open. Um, so. And one of the questions we did say, though, yeah. it was, 
because of the what you just said is the other question to say is you're basing the decision based on your past behavior right you know so yeah, do you base on your past behavior what your future behavior is and i think th- i think that needs to come into that conversation if you know right, in your mind right. yeah that you plan on having, you know, being more, I don't know, adventurous or whatever. Exactly. I just feel like just because your past behavior this way, be honest with yourself yeah. about what your future might hold or what you feel like you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Because is it going to stay the same? Then fine. Is it not? Don't base your decision on past behavior. Make sure you understand mm. in your mind what the future holds. I think that's good. I don't. I mean, I think for you, that conversation yeah. all worked yeah. out and it was how it needed Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. But that's something I would say, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I feel like having a wild year. I don't know. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean you saw my picture, right? I mean, uh, for real. So no, but those. I think that's what I love that the doctor yeah. spoke to you. How many of us have been to exactly. the doctors where they it's, speak at you and then they're just quick once you exactly, get out? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I think it's important. Yeah. Well, there all of you go. Um, come to <laughs> End Aids Walk. Okay. And these rocks sponsored by Kalispell Northern Quest. There you go. That's right. Uh, Kalispell Tribe Northern Quest. Oh, Resort wow. Casino. That's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Kyle, when is that again, and where is it at? September 26th. Uh, it's at the Riverfront Park North Bank Shelter, which is by the big butterfly statue. Yes, thing. okay. And we'd love people to get there at 11 o'clock to 11. get checked in, get their shirts. We're going to have lots of info booths, stuff nice. to give away. So And lots of good people to just, you know, great, great social mm-hmm. as you do mm-hmm. a wonderful Great thing. social, great networking rally around cause perfect there you go perfect see you all there and now we are going to take a song break it's going to be kind of a throwback it's going to be believe by share you're back with kyrs medical expo can 88.1 and 92.3 fm outspoken receive support from nine bar and bistro featuring a full bar food menu and trivia on thursday nights Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue. More information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. We want to say, if you just joined us, this is Outspoken. Of course, we have been in studio with Kyle Richardson, who uh, works over at Spokane AIDS Network. We've been talking about the great thing happening in September, September 26th to be exact, which is End AIDS Walk. It's a great uh, way to raise awareness, have fun with your friends, and do something healthy all in one. So remember... We have the Curter over there has put up how you can join Outspoken's team, and we highly recommend doing that because we will have fun. We you will know the other, fun. you know the other <laughs> great thing about this event is uh, it's what? a statewide, <laughs> it's a statewide approach. So we're actually yeah. in conjunction uh, with Seattle oh, and wow. South Sound. Um, we're all having an end AIDS walk, and yeah. that's how serious we are about raising awareness about ending HIV. And how that's amazing was amazing, it yeah. World AIDS Day last year that the governor signed in that proclamation saying that we are committed. Mm-hmm. Yep. We are going to end AIDS in Washington. So I think that's amazing. We're going to keep Kyle around We are for us he talking about what's going on around. can chime in on some of the opinions that we may or may not have. Right. We'll and definitely have them. One last thing to remind yep. you, if, you, if you've missed past shows or you really want to listen to this again or maybe you want to tell a friend to listen, you can go find our uh, show on iTunes. Yeah. So look up Outspoken on there and leave us a review please, all five star reviews please. are our favorites rate and review yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah we're trying to we're, tra- we're trying to get you all to to get that review it's really yeah. convenient okay um jonathan what's the first story 
I just want to say, so we've been talking a little bit about how we've been uh, kind of chit-chatting with uh, with a group that would like us to do a sports minute. And we said, have you met us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's I'm a sport? I'm not sure you have. Yeah, yeah what? what? Um, but one of the great things is, hey, we actually have a sports minute this morning. We do. And it's news that makes me kind of sad. Michael Sands, who we have talked about many times from mm-hmm. way back when he was, they were doing the drafts. And the Rams finally draft him exactly. way late in the drafting period. The questions on was it because he was gay or whatever? Well, the Rams then let him go. Then he was picked up by the Cowboys. The Cowboys then let him go. Right. Now he he went up to Montreal in Canada with the, I think it's called Alouettes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he was up there. And then he just announced this week via Twitter that he has resigned. He has said it's due to mental health issues. Right. Um, right. We also know that he he broke up his uh you know his touted engagement to Vito Camisano. Yeah. That's been broken off. Now he's leaving this and he says he just needs a break. Which I mean that makes sense. I feel like I feel like he's been almost tossed around so much because oh I mean the Rams had let him go, then Cowboys and Montreal. Right? I mean, it, it I'm sure it takes a toll on you and it's not the the football sports world is not the most um, you know, gay friendly right now. Um, so I'm sure there is a lot of emotional and mental, you know, health issues that he has to go through. Or maybe he is just tired and needs a break and will right. wait it off. Well, here's maybe the we'll thing. We'll see him later. Not only is was he the first openly gay man drafted yeah. into the NFL, which that is huge. pressure was there prior yeah. already because he was an out player. But then he has also put the extra pressure of, listen, you are now an icon to the gay community. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pressure to live up to. And we are all watching you. We all want you to succeed so bad. That's pressure. That period. is pressure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're representing a whole group of people. Whether it's positive or negative, it's it's a lot to have to exactly. deal with. When he got, you remember the kiss scene around the world? Oh, yeah. When oh, ESPN yeah. was, like, was oh, there. Oh, that's yeah. why did he have to do that? Exactly. Yeah. So you're getting constantly hit. So first of all, I can totally get the mental health thing. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that's being talked about in uh, the sports world is, listen, he says he's going to come back eventually. It's going to be 10 times harder now for him to get people to understand that he is good at what he does. Right. And it's not about right. the sexuality thing because now they're all watching him to fail. It's going to be 10 times harder to have to come in because you have to prove yourself mm-hmm. even more than you had to before. He was drafted because he was amazing as a college athlete. Yeah. That all got overshadowed. Because you know of I mean? the sexuality, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I so, mean, why was he drafted so late into you know yeah. the process? Because... Come on, he's yeah. he's a much better player than for than everybody some of the other that said, especially the NFL. Yeah. It has nothing to do with his sexuality. I I say that it probably had a little to do with it. We can't deny yeah. that fact. Mm-hmm. That I mean, we saw so much, especially ESPN, like messed up every week. It was kind of funny. Um, there is yeah. there is definitely a, a standard there that were a lot of commentators and a lot of teammates were doing hateful tweets yeah. against him. So you can't tell me that that didn't have something to do with the late draft or being hit around like a tennis ball mm-hmm. to all the teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was I think it was a thing. It goes back to this long talk long conversation about bullying and yeah. oh, it, you know, it's just all in fun and well football is full of bullying anyways. Right, and, um, right, right. It's right. I just don't think it's an excuse. No. It really isn't. Look no. at the Texas dad. You know, that school, it just happened this week. There was a school that was going to vote on adding um, uh, transgender and sexual orientation to an anti-bullying rule that they have in the school. Yeah. And they postponed it 
the vote because there was so much the official statement was it was too polarizing to talk about at this time and one of the dads came out in the media and said listen being bullied is a part of life of growing up you can't do anything about it first of all what and really that's i mean i that's such a not dad thing to say i mean that's your kid being bullied if you're not going to stand up for your kid yeah it yeah. doesn't matter why you right. you have to stand up for your kid. And why are we accepting that bullying's a thing? Exactly. Well, guess what? It shouldn't be. Yeah, that's. There I mean, go. I mean, that's like accepting well, war is a thing. We should just right. let it happen. So you can't it, fight. I mean, let it be. really, really, really makes me mad that we can't talk about it because quote it's too polarized. Yeah, that's Some true. Some things. Hi, it needs to be polarized to get something done. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah, why is that? It ex- you postpone the vote because guess what? In Texas, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's not going to come a time anytime soon that it's yeah. not polarizing. No, exactly. It's polarizing because people are passionate yeah. about it. Yes. And they yeah. ought to be because lives are at stake, really. Exactly. Well, it shouldn't our goal be to protect our children? Period. Exactly. Our protect teacher. our children. And I think that's important. Uh, ta- let's talk about polarizing. Take it to Ukraine right now. I mean, uh, out in Odessa. And uh, Ode- Odessa's kind of, I, I don't want to say a more liberal side of uh, Ukraine because there really isn't one. But right. if there is one, it's but Odessa. if there was a scale there. Right. Exactly. Where, I mean, they were going to have their pride parade, but then uh, the right-wing activists... Um, you know, they, they basically forced it down through smoke bombs. Well, um, and the thing that happened into... was because in the capital of yeah. Kiev, Kiev, I don't know yep. if I'm saying it right, Kiev, um, uh, which was in June, there were 12 people injured in a gay pride parade. Right. So the courts right. came out and said, the pride parade you have planned for us here in Odessa, we're going to say no because of violence. So they did mm-hmm. allow them to have a building where they were going to have a forum. Exactly. So when that happened this past week, masked men came out, threw smoke bombs in there, so that they would have to disperse and not have it. Mm-hmm. What? Right. Serious. Right. right. Now. Exactly. Why? I, I love the quote that is, uh, "We won't beat the gays, but this march will not take place." And that—that that is, there's a direct <laughs> quote from one of the leaders of the right. far, the far and right. And what's so funny is he's saying that as if we're supposed to say, oh, "Thank you so yeah, much." That's I so am. nice. You saved us. Savior. You're yeah. Right. <laughs> we won't beat the gays. First but, of all, you shouldn't have to say that. Yeah, you should so, never ever say you that. You were talking last week about how you would watch the video. Oh, yeah. Two young men walking down the street in Russia. They had filmed it. It was actually um, it was more of a social experiment. They weren't actually gay, but they were trying to see what would happen, you know, if they walked down the street and um, not a single person walked by them. They're holding hands. Exactly. Not a single person walked by them without making a snarky comment or telling them to leave the country or you know blaming whatever yeah, they on them it and put it on exactly YouTube yeah you said, can hey, actually go check happening. it out you can go check it out there's subtitles so you don't have to learn russian um you're welcome <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah i'll watch it next but, year after i kind of get <laughs> there you go yeah here learn these phrases right. um it's it's just fascinating to me that you know it's it's so bad there that people will just see someone across the street and shout out to them like leave my country and um, you know, abomination and, I love all, and how things it like always that. becomes their country. Yeah, it's like over here. Let's talk about all the backlash yeah. we've had since the Supreme Court ruling back in June. There's a lot of people yelling, "My country." Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I love that it's ownership. As if you get to tell me you have a blog this week. One of the great phrases in your blog, and it was actually just released this morning. Yeah, is we keep confusing morals with freedom exactly well yeah they're two different things that's the truth you know what i mean you don't get to moralize my freedom you don't get to tell me freedom is we have equal Mm -hmm. rights for everyone we are allowed to live our lives openly yeah but you're saying i don't have that right and you're saying that freedom is your moral values right 
when did and it's look at look at Ukraine. We're confusing it all over the world, not just in America. That's a problem. It is. Yeah, it okay. is. We need to put an end to that. Right. What do you think mm-hmm. that hatred, you know, and it's in different countries, but like so for example in Ukraine, like what is the root of that? Um, I think it's it's cultural and uh, a history of oppression that really, really, you know, drives that because culturally it's so anti-gay for so long, um, especially that it's a Soviet country where that was I mean, that was punished severely. It was on top of, you know, being religious uh, back in the Stalin uh, era. You were punished for being religious. You were punished for being queer. You were punished for being, you know, different, essentially, and standing mm-hmm. up to that. And if you stood up to. Uh, social norms like you know sexuality uh, back in the day then you were sent off to gulag and you know siberia camps Um, and so that's where that really stems from i mean the people will say that it's because of religion but the truth is in russia and ukraine yes they claim to be religious but they're probably less religious than they are in the states Mm. um, because you know religion's such a you know whatever i do this on sunday habitually and then not care about it Mm. um and, and isn't so, it more about they want control over your right. life? So if you think well, differently than the state thinks, if, that's the real problem. It, exactly. If you've been, you know, raised and grew up in a country that's been oppressive since, you know, the 20s, even after the fall of the Soviet Union, they still have that pattern. I mean, Russia, Ukraine, let's be honest, are still very much uh, Soviet states. Um, th- that, that, that'll happen. That'll mm-hmm. happen. That's what they get used to. That's what... You know, that's how they deal with problems. It's not let's talk about it and freedom. It's, well, you need to leave or get punished. And let's talk about how they deal with problems. So also, of course, one of our fiercest advocates, Mm -hmm. Madonna, came out and said, listen, I'm never, ever (laughs) going to perform in Russia again because of their stance on homosexuality. As long as homosexuality is a crime and people are treated like this in that country, I will not go back. Now, listen, she has a huge fan base over there. She goes to St. Petersburg. She goes to these and does huge concerts. I mean, she actually has something to say. But what I love is the way they have chosen to respond is like I'm five and I'm in kindergarten and they just said, well, she's just a hypocritical old lady. Okay. Yeah. So that's a thing. I'm like, (laughs) so you're going to call names instead of actually addressing (laughs) the fact that a huge pop star that brings you a lot of business. Right, exactly. Is going to be exactly. there? And apparently, hypocrite has a different definition in different countries. <laughs> exactly. Right. It, it really. It's whatever you it think really it means to me. <laughs> oh but yeah. More power. She's just starting Rebel Heart tour. She starts yeah. in September. Yeah. Um, I think there's 35 cities on it, and it's Australia and European cities, right, and exactly. as well as exactly. the U.S. I'm excited. I'm glad that this old lady, quote unquote, is still out there fighting for us and being so vocal because the problem we had during the Olympics that were over there in Russia was nobody was standing up. I mean, there were some, but I mean, I felt like there should have been a bigger boycott. Yeah. 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 And yet, you know, that seems so tiring. So I don't want to do it. I'm just tired of that aspect. And I I feel like it was still kind of, you know, like like we mentioned earlier, a polarizing topic. So they didn't want to talk about it. It still is in a lot of places, um, even here. But it was it was so taboo back then that I was like, well, we can't really stand up for that. I mean, it was different way back, you know, in uh, in the 30s when they boycotted Germany's Nazi Germany's um, Olympics because of, you know, World War Two and Mm -hmm. um, then the Holocaust. That was even before we realized. Right. Exactly. What was really happening. Like it took not that much to you know mm-hmm. to boycott those but then this isn't something we can stand up for over here because it's still taboo in a lot of countries right i mean uganda we've talked about that oh many yeah times. exactly That's scary over exactly. there i want to ask you as our, as our token russia no. 
and I think I've asked it before. Okay. All right. Um, because, you know, your family is still very much, uh, you're in that culture. You see it. You might not live mm-hmm. over there, but you definitely are immersed mm-hmm. in a, a Russian culture. Do you, do you hold out, as a question we've asked a past guest who didn't like it, yeah. do you hold out hope? Do you think there's hope that someday Russia's going to at least get this part together? Yeah, definitely. I think that there is hope. I mean... Uh, we all know Pussy Pussy Riot over yep. there. You know they're they're causing a lot of waves. There's definitely yeah. a young revolution happening over there, and it's trying to get really you know pushed down and watered down and, and thrown into thrown into jail by right. um, some of the leaders. So uh, there's definitely something happening. You can't you can't just keep that oppressive state um, so oppressive for so long without people noticing and seeing. Uh, something Although happen. they have proven to be really good at being they able to ha- keep it oppressive <laughs> for. Decades. They have. Yeah. Yeah. They've they've con- they've convinced <laughs> I mean, uh, a lot of people. They, they somehow right. they could do seminars. Right. Russia seems to have like a long history though of, of revolution and stuff. And they, it's almost right, like right. you never know when you're gonna wake up and uh, like the whole everything's gonna be different. Always. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We can. Uh, I'm thinking step one. Putin. By Felicia. By Felicia. Right? Yeah. Right. And it's not out. allowed to vote. And it's not allowed to make himself president. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Yeah. Again. He needs Again. to busy himself on, you know, riding all those huge yeah. horses and wrestling bears like he thinks he can do and <laughs> tells people that that's a yeah, thing. Right. Personality cold thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, I'm that's like, hmm, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, there's that. You know, and I do want to know, this is kind of ending our, our dish on a funny note. So yes. recently I read this thing. <laughs> Where there was a there was an event in uh, a big Catholic event mm-hmm. where and it was about how to embrace our same sex attracted Catholic brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and yet make it okay. And so there was a <laughs> priest, and this is what he had to say to a group of uh, uh, middle school children, junior high kids. Yeah. And this just makes me go. We love analogies on the show because we're really <laughs> bad at them. <laughs> And they're always mixed and crazy. So here's this priest. Let me just say, Reverend John Ricardo is said this to a group of kids. I just, he says, uh, let me tell you this. What if I just ripped open a bagel? I take it and I cram it in my ear. What would you say? And the kids respond, that doesn't go there. And he says, exactly. And that doing so will ruin your ear canal. And that's and that's and that's it. That's, that's the moment where he drops the mic and walks off because that, he thinks he's made a point. And I'm like, that's hysterical. Right, right. It makes me want a bagel. Yeah, <laughs> but not in my ear. But not in my ear. And also, he, he, fa- he failed to mention that you can still put the bagel in your mouth. That's right, right. fine. You can that's still that's a thing. You can you can put the bagel in other places. Well, any other orifice? Yeah, just yeah not right. Your ear. Exactly. Just not your ear, because you don't put a penis in your ear. Yeah, that's I, that's. At least I don't. I mean, right. Maybe it's I mean, a thing. Do you, do you come up to your wife and just try and stick it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Did he say that the bagel had like cream cheese on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. He didn't. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, that, does that affect things? Properly <laughs> lubricated. <laughs> is what we, we are teaching safe sex. Yeah, there the you show. go. There well, you go. Well, the thing that gets me is this is what I love <laughs> about people speaking when they have no authority or information. That's why I love it when yeah. a bunch of white men are trying to tell women what to do with their bodies. There you go. Or you go. when you're down, it tends to be in the South, and telling me what my rights should be, but you have no idea what I go through. You have no mm-hmm. idea what it's like not to have your rights. So I love he has no, like, no medical degree, nothing like that. He's just going to tell yeah. you that in his in his experience, a bagel in the ear hurts. Mm-hmm. So apparently he tried that a lot. But that <laughs> yeah, is, right, right. 
that is my favorite. And just to make sure you remember who this is, he is. His name is Reverend John Ricardo. Yeah. Because that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my I know. life. I it's hilarious. I almost want to give him the Crazy the B The Crazy B I want to give him the Crazy B Award. Right. All right. I know. I thought about Kurt's that. Kurt's on it. Crazy yeah. B. Crazy B, Reverend John Ricardo. John Ricardo. Uh, he's a priest <laughs> at a Plymouth <laughs> parish, so i am give as much And if we can find a picture of him with a bagel. Yes, please. <laughs> then that would make it please. And if we can't, can we put a bagel in a picture with him? Like <laughs> yeah. just in his hand or something. <laughs> and you know he's here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's about to get hot with the bagel. Right. Oh, no. Mm. Well, you know, priests don't have a lot of other options. So Sometimes they don't. Exactly. <laughs> they they kind of have it. to. I think all of our foodie listeners are really <laughs> loving this. <laughs> They're probably having a heyday with this conversation. Right. Now. I want to okay. see. Okay, everybody, get on your Twitter and Facebook. We're ready, we're ready to hear. <laughs> so, <laughs> but wait, it, but the, there's. Okay. I, I learned about this thing this oh. week, which I, I, I didn't know about. Um, like crinkling things in your ear. It's apparently some sensual experience for people, you know, Mm, having things crinkled or, you know, like someone like cracks a cracker next to your ear. Yeah, (laughs) no, no. (laughs) Right. It's true. It's true. They'll, they'll like come up or like they'll take a box and and, like tap their fingernails on it. So it like turns them on? Yeah. Yeah. I love the three. I like having like, I like sometimes like having someone lightly blow behind my ear That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Calm down, down Jonathan. No, but that's the thing. But I don't get the, the crackles, like it, when the it's, it's kind of yeah. like nails on a chalkboard. Well, no, no, no. Different. Turn me on. Different. Different. It's not that bad. Crinkling in my ear doesn't turn me on. Okay. We'll it try it. Try angry. it. Go ahead. And, we okay. all three commit to trying it and then come back <laughs> in a month and tell, <laughs> tell us about our experience. <laughs> it was, I'm open to yeah. trying it. Right. There you go. It was, yeah. It was hot. So hot. Take that saltine. It was crinkly. Yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> so like they could like make love on a bunch of wrinkled paper. Yeah. And maybe that would be take like a it, thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to start that right here. Just Everybody take just tin go. foil and just, <laughs> this is it. It's hot. I mean, you do end up with a lot of scratches. Hey. I mean, Look. probably in places you don't want them. Um, yeah. You know, we're just it trying happens. to help you, you know, expand your horizons. Yeah. All or right. your ear canals, whatever. <laughs> 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 it's been a really uh, big ear show today. Um, this weird transition uh, into a song. Sound of a Woman is what we're going to listen to uh, by Keisha. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. That was Sound of a Woman by Keisha. It was good. I like her. I know. I really do like her. And here's the thing. So we have too much fun sometimes on our show. So we're not letting Kyle leave the studio. (laughs) We're holding him hostage. We're keeping him in. I'm tied up right now. You guys (laughs) can't see this. You can't see it. (laughs) We learned a lot when we had kink.com on. So Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So that's happening. And actually, this is, if you've just joined us, like Sergey said, this is Outspoken. If you need to catch the show after the fact Mm -hmm. or catch some of our past shows, please go to iTunes. You can always... uh, Follow us on and our podcast on there. We always put it up. Uh, we do the yeah. week after we do it. So yeah. a lot of times Please it's the day subscribe. after. It honestly depends. That's <laughs> how I. That's how I catch up on your show because I usually easier. don't have. Right. Exactly. Um, I'm exactly. like camping or something in the summertime. I don't have access to the radio mm-hmm. signal because mm-hmm. I'm like oh, way yeah. out in the woods, wherever. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I love going on iTunes and downloading the shows. Hey, look at Kyle. Look at see he's, he's a leading, fan. leading by example. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, and I think it's convenient. Like I I subscribe to other podcasts as well, not just us. I know. Mind you, I know. Um, <laughs> no, but it's I think it's convenient because then you play it whenever you know you're driving into work and 
you know, you have or you have some time. I listen a lot when I'm working out. Yeah, you know, if gym. I don't want to just mm-hmm. listen to my my playlist because I've listened to it eight thousand times, and I just want to like yeah. get some info. Either yeah. I listen to us to make sure that the edits came out right, or I'll listen to one of the podcasts I always listen to. So it's mm-hmm. a great time. You can do it then. You know, don't do it when you're walking with us on the walk because you'll get the live podcast. You know, right as we're right. walking. <laughs> so. We'll just do a show. As Kyle knows oh too well, oh, the boys no. just show up and they do a show no matter where. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it happens to be well, like sushi. Right? Well, we were Ooh. at coffee, the the three of us plus Kurt, the, just the other day, and I was oh, leaving, yeah. and I turned to Kyle, and I said, sometimes I actually realize how loud I am, <laughs> and then I don't care. Yes. <laughs> that was as we were walking out, and people were looking at us like, what? Where are yeah. you guys talking? <laughs> like, they know exactly. what we're talking about. Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Like, oh, all the were time. Were they seriously <laughs> talking about safe sex? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we were. Don't be afraid. Oh, it's a conversation gosh. that ought to be happening all exactly. the time. Exactly. Well, yeah. And it should be as public as possible. Hashtag, let's talk about sex. Hashtag, check your butt. Let's check be honest. Check your butt, right? That was <laughs> our last one. That Hashtag, was the thing. Check yeah, check your butt. Oh, wow. Because you got to check your sources, right? Check your sources. Check your sources. Exactly. Now, if you book. are just joining us, in this hour, we're going to have a very informative interview with uh, two groundbreaking ladies that we talked about in the first hour, groundbreaking women who talked about gender and transgender issues mm-hmm. at a time when it wasn't always happening. They were the hosts of a talk show called Gender Talk. They also had a television show out of Boston called Gender Vision. So, um, you know, just chill out with us for a little while. We're going to come back to that. But we're, we're just having fun in the studio today. I know it's it's it's, it's uh, hot, messy, fun though. Fun, yeah. See, and that's uh, it's hot. Hot equals hot, fun, sometimes. exactly. But it's not hot outside. What are we talking about? Hot, well, <laughs> hot and funner should. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 you know, it is a little warm here, but I think it's because I rode my bike. You did. You yeah. got in here and you were still out of breath. Like it was. It was that. I finally caught. You know, I, I've caught my breath a little bit, but. Anyways, I think we're well. You don't seem like you're hyperventilating now. No, I'm so. not. Yeah. Where I would be hyperventilating through the through the first hour, but without further ado, we were just talking about uh, how excited we are to have the next guests be on the show today. So I just want to introduce Gordine McKenzie and Nancy Nangeroni. Hopefully, I didn't butcher that. Who were groundbreaking talk show hosts actually uh, back in the '90s? Who were talking about transgender issues back then? And uh, on a show called Gender Talk, they also had a TV show out of Boston called Gender Vision. Yes, Gender Vision. Um, and we are very excited to have them on the show. Nancy and Gordine, are you there? We are. <gasps> hey, How are you all doing? Oh, Wonderful. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking time to be with us this morning. Our pleasure. Thanks. Definitely. I have to tell you that, so I've been watching a lot of like the old Gender Vision shows and listening. Um, and I want to say, Sergey and I this year have been on a quest to understand things outside of ourselves. Being two, you know, gay white men, obviously our level of understanding is is limited to what our experience. And we we always try to step outside of the box. Part of that is understanding more of the movement for our transgender brothers and sisters. But also, you guys bring up a lot of interesting conversational points that we we try to learn from that just have to do with general gender in general. Can we start with saying that many years ago when you started your radio show, what gave you the courage to stand up and be really trailblazers in having that conversation so openly? Uh, it was really kind of a no-choice situation, really. <laughs> I, I was never a very courageous person. I cowered in the closet for many, 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 many years. But when you, know, when you transition, 
you have no choice but to be out. And the other thing was that um, being out for me has been a lot more comfortable than being closeted. And so mm-hmm. it just it just became a, a political position I took, um, and one that um, has served me really well. And Gender Talk actually, Nancy is the founder of Gender Talk, but it actually grew out of Nancy's appearances on a uh, lesbian pride show, wasn't it? That's true. It's true. There was so uh, this was we, this was on MIT's radio station, so it was a little student-run station, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a program called Pride Time that was run mm-hmm. by Debridge, mm-hmm. um, and it was about queer issues, um, and she had me on as a guest to talk about trans issues and then had me back on, and we really hit it off, and then she said she was looking for somebody to take over her show. And so I volunteered, and um, she said, you know, you can call it whatever you want. You could even call it gender talk. All right, works for me. (laughs) So, yeah, so we got a, so um, I recruited a crew to help out. We had some lovely voices on the show. We had Mm -hmm. um, one person, Hal Fuller, who had a lot of experience with radio. I had none. Um, And we also had some people who had no radio experience. And so it was a fun mix of voices, and we had a good time with it. Sure. And I I joined the show in 1999. And, uh, we had we had a great crew. We had uh, Karen, who had a really raucous voice, and we had very different levels of response to our audience, which was wonderful. I was the one that always came in with a million notes. Nobody <laughs> could see him, of course. I had him spread all over. I overprepared yeah. <laughs> terribly all the time. Gordine is a consummate researcher, and she really um, upped our game. Before, before Gordine was on the show, you know, we were kind of out there and bold and, you know, trying to represent uh, transgender community mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. but, you know, uh, didn't, not that well schooled in uh, a lot of what was I going think you on did a there. great job because one of the goals you always said of the show was to have fun. Well, yeah, that was, well, that was the important thing. I mean, if you want people to um, accept you, you're not going to... People aren't going to accept you if you go griping and grousing after them. Right, um, of course, of course. And yeah. and the fun aspect really, really does uh, play a big role. What was it like being uh, so public at such an early time in not just the trans movement, but LGBT um, as a community in general? Um, what was the response like, and you know, what was your experience? Well, my experience was really surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, I had very positive experience. I, I was overwhelmed at the number of people who were supportive and who were accepting and welcoming. And across a lot of identities, I think, was one thing that surprised me because we get straight people even listening to the show and saying, oh, I never thought about this, or people listening who had a sister or a brother who was queer or identified as uh, as transgender or you know, genderqueer or somewhere in between, and uh, that was always very interesting. And so we get we get a lot of mail and a lot of feedback from people, which was exciting. Do you? It was, it was, it was very gratifying. We actually our show actually became pretty popular on radio station uh, when we started streaming online. We were far and away the most popular of the prog- of the talk programs on our station, and well, we uh, ended up with quite a reach we uh we we had people from um tibet on the show kyrgyzstan um we had people 
reaching out to us from Asia, wanting to be on the show. So, That's you know, amazing. People who are doing trans work. Um, so it was really, um, it was a heady thing. It was a lot. And like we say, it was also a lot of fun. Right? Fun was, uh, job number one was to make it fun so that we would keep doing it. Yeah, because wow. you did the radio. Fun, then it would get old real quick. Right. Well, you did the radio show for 11 years. I mean, to even do that that long, you ha- we have to do that on our show. If you don't enjoy your work, and I will say the chemistry between the two of you, especially in watching the video of like Gender Vision, is obvious <laughs> there. Oh yeah, it's but it's also obvious, Gordine, because I river I would always see you have your cards. <laughs> yep, so you could tell you were like, I've got this all here, yeah. you know. But what was fun was you got even <laughs> I know, more. I know. <laughs> It was fun to get both of your personalities. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you were sharing important information, which made it even more fun for me to watch even after the fact. Um, Thank you. Because it gets that information out there. One of the things I want to get for our listeners is this concept that you you both brought up a lot in in a lot of the things I watched, which is the difference. There's a difference between sex and gender. Yes. Can we talk a little bit for our listeners? that's, That's something that's much misunderstood. And so it's. Um, it's great that you're bringing it up because sex is, is about anatomy. It's mm-hmm. about your physical anatomy and the polarity of that um, and I, in, in the grossest terms, innies versus outies. Well, whether it's, it's genitals, hormones, mm-hmm. it's chromosomes, it's on, on multiple levels. So, so that's what sex is all about. But sex, um, but so gender is more like... Um, a language, it's more like a visual language in which we represent ourselves in relationship to other people. So gender is about things like the clothing you choose mm-hmm. and um, the way that you speak, the, the, the things that you choose to do. Um, and how you, how you put yourself out there, whether you feel masculine, feminine, combinations of, of both or, you know, uh, or if you rebuke all of them. And it's very complex, and the two are always interacting. There's that, that interconnection all the time between gender and sexuality that becomes very interesting. But, but gender involves, sex is something you don't really have any control over at all. When you are, you're born into the body you're born in, and you can make changes to your body, but um, your body kind of starts out with a sex there. But, mm-hmm. but gender-wise, gender is something that we are taught. Um, by our parents. We're taught the proper way to be a man or a woman or a boy or a girl. And we've all suffered for it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So I, like gen- I, I think gender is a language. I mean, that's what okay. you know, yeah. our, our tagline on Gender Talk was speaking the language of gender. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's truly what it is. It's, there, you, you actually get to choose your words. When you're speaking gender, you get to choose the clothing that you wear, and you get to choose the role, the cultural role that you play. In the if you're if you're lucky, or it's imposed upon you, or it's enforced uh, upon you, and I think I think that many of us have, have kind of gone through that. That there's an expectation of what you're supposed to uh, be gender-wise, and then that all ties in with who you are supposed to be attracted to. And there are a lot of gray areas. I mean, in terms of sex, there are intersex people. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it isn't just male and female, but some people are born with combinations or complex issues. Uh, and in terms of gender, there are a lot of complexities around gender as well. So, so, so sex 
fact, in physical development, it isn't just everybody is either male or female. It's actually more like a continuum. Yes. And there are people who are physically in between, and that's not just with humans. It's also in nature, um, with all 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 species or a, a lot of species anyway. Um, right. Right. And gender is an even more rich um, brew of you know diverse representation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you bring. Well, and I think that's what it mm-hmm. is to underscore that it's about uh, diversity. And for a long time, people saw in a very binary way and just assumed there was the boy pile, the girl pile, and uh, everything was heterosexual. But we know that it is much more complex and and much richer. Richer, yeah, a good word for that, because it's a wonderful thing. When you learn to appreciate it as something beautiful, then it becomes a source of wonder and, you know, magic, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you you brought up something interesting. Uh, you brought up the natural world, and you know, on your gender vision, uh, there's a character that I love, the Raving Raven. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know Raving Raven got more male than any oh. of us ever? <laughs> I'm sure I can see why. It, it's fascinating because you you tie it in so well. The natural world and you know the animal kingdom is just is just you know as diverse as we humans are. So I, I love that that character really right. brings it up. Um, talk to us a little bit about the development of Raving Ra- uh, Raven and, you know, how you came up with the idea of sharing the truth about gender identity in the uh, animal kingdom. A couple things influenced that. We had done a wonderful radio interview, and it's it's archived at uh, gendertalk.com uh-huh. with a biologist, uh, gay Bruce, biologist. Bruce by, yeah. Yeah who was wonderful, and he wrote about the diversity in the animal world and talked about how for many years that scientists were very afraid to identify with a species if they weren't heterosexual. Sure. So they skewed a lot of uh, results. They and wouldn't report any observation that was heterosexual in nature. Wow. Right. That wasn't wow. heterosexual in nature. Oh, excuse me, that was homosexual right. in nature. Right, right, right. right. So right. You, didn't, you didn't hear about uh, Canadian geese that lesbian pair bond, or you didn't hear about other animals that were homoerotically attracted to one another, or even white-tailed deer that uh, some of the males blended in with the females and couldn't be distinguished from them. And so there, there are all these different or se- amazing or combinations. Sex between animals was not procreation. Right. Um, right, that that happens. And then right. in uh, some, sea, uh, some sea animals, uh, there are animals that do change their sex from one sex to the other. Or sometimes they change and then they uh, they go back. So there there's tremendous diversity. So we were really impressed with Bruce when we we spoke to him, and a very dear friend of mine gave me a uh, raven puppet. They they do all kinds of animal rescue. So where, and, can I tell the story? Yeah, yeah. You can continue can from I, there, but it, it was awesome. Where, so we're uh, getting ready to go to our show, and we used to uh, pick up our crew members on the way in because we drive into Boston from Beverly once we moved out here. Yeah. So we're driving in. We've got a full car, uh-huh. and Gordine's in the front seat with this raven puppet. And she starts, <laughs> And I've never done puppets before. <laughs> she, starts, she starts, like, talking to people in the other cars as we're, pass, as we're passing on the road. And we are howling. She's howling. She, she's having so much fun, and people in the other cars are, like, looking at us like, what? Uh, <laughs> and love it. So, excuse me, it's like off color. Um, <laughs> so 
So then we all start saying, "You got to do this on the show, Gordine. You got to do this on the show." And that's how it, that's where it that, all started. That's yeah, that's where it's, all of a sudden Raving Raven had a voice. Right, and yeah. the voice was a combination of learning about diversity. I also teach uh, courses on environmental justice and mm-hmm. animal rights in addition to uh, sex and gender and uh, some of the other courses that I teach. And so that was a way to kind of educate people that what is often said, people will say, and particularly the right is that, oh, it's just not natural, it doesn't occur among animals or something, is a way to say, oh, you don't know the diversity, you know, in the the animal world. But uh, Raven (laughs) kind of had a life of its own, and many people didn't know that I was doing the voice for Raven for a long time. And I have to tell you, our producer (laughs) does a spot-on impression now because he (laughs) loved it and so... He will randomly it. he'll randomly come out in raving raven voice and just tell us <laughs> yeah. things about the animal kingdom and, and raving raven just tells it like it is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I love it that you're able you all are able to deliver these messages not only through your personalities uh, and through the chemistry that you all have, but also through the fun of this puppet. One of the things I want to bring up is you mentioned nature, and we mentioned you know how. You know, people were skewing things, so it was heterosexual, and I think that happens in our culture a lot. You mentioned oh, in one of your uh, in one of your videos, you mentioned, of course, the Native Americans and other cultures yes. who were far more open. Why do you think we got rid of that and we wanted to skew everything to be just these very rigid, you know, heterosexual types? Why do you think the cultures have got away from that? That's a that's an interesting interesting question because prior to contact, there were many Native American tribes and indigenous tribes all across the world yeah, actually, where there were very important places within the culture for people whose gender or sexuality or gender and sexuality was more complex than just the simple binary boxes. And they oftentimes worldwide they were revered in those cultures, and they were seen as uh, shamans. They were they were seen as the link between women and men, and they were also seen as a link between uh, the worldly and the divine. Mm-hmm. And when contact, uh, when we had contact, I can speak about the Southwest where I came from. Uh, when the Spanish colonized um, so so many areas in the in the southwestern uh, United States uh, and so many Native Americans, they basically uh, sicked their dogs on anyone who was different, and they they wrote in their journals about what sinful sodomites they were. Now, there's wood carvings about the carnage. I yeah. think it's horrible. If, if I may, I, what I would offer as the reason why is that it's all about control over. Yeah. So Western mm-hmm. culture is based on domination and control, and um, you can't dominate and control um, people who are wild. People. Right. Whereas sure. if you can regiment sure. people, if you can divorce people from their, especially from their spiritual leadership, from the people that would have them um, breaking rules, Right. Uh, for right. example, if you can divorce people from that, then you can better control them. And, and from, I think from it, their so I think it's about con- 
control. Well, it is. In that sense, it's about control. And there are a lot of theorists that have written, uh, like um, Michel Foucault, who writes about the whole idea. It was about reproduction and the control of reproduction. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. you wanted people to reproduce so you could send uh, children and folks off to war. Right. And so oh, you could so defeat you other. So in a sense, it is it, it is about control, and that's when where there weren't identities before, there were just sexual acts. Uh, then it became very people became very invested in identities, and then you had the church coming in and right, saying right. anything that wasn't in this binary heterosexual way, uh, you you were basically sinning, and then psychology kind of came in after the churches, yeah. and did hideous things to people whose sexuality or gender didn't conform. And then, of course, you had a culture that, that did hideous things to, to gender mm-hmm. and, uh, and people whose sexual orientation did not, well, did not conform. Looking at something that... something by asking why, right. because I didn't, I, I, I didn't realize that, but certainly... Um, controlling reproduction. Yeah, you're right. And producing lots of bodies that you can send off to war and yeah. conquest and all. Well, and, you know, and that is probably where it all started. And with such an art, what we would see is such an archaic thinking. But look, that uh, that same uh, fight at the Supreme Court, Ohio, the state of Ohio, used the whole "we need marriage so that we can control procreation." It was that was an, an actual argument now. Yeah, just just two yeah. months ago. Yeah, and that's what's scary. Well, about a lot of people who mm-hmm. happen to be in mm-hmm. power. Um, what do you make of? You know, the trans you mentioned in in the show, of course, in the '90s, the transgender movement was finding feet finally they were finally well it's gotten even more there is more loudness things like you know of course laverne cox or uh, more recently um caitlin jenner yeah these things happening what is your view now of as we move forward you know there's been this talk of course of it's more the lgbt and then there's this big or the lgb and there's this big divide and then there's the t that we need to be supportive of our transgender brother and sisters because their fight is still very much on the forefront. Um, what do you make about the movement right now? Well, you know, any time... Um, oh. So the trans people in the trans community have always fought to be included, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're small in number compared to the larger gay, lesbian, and bi community. And the gay, lesbian, and bi community fights to be included in the larger community, which is everyone else. And so everybody fights to be included in the larger community and have the same rights and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's one of those ongoing things. We're all competing for one another's attention in many ways. Um, the, the, biggest, the biggest problem is the violence that's done. The biggest yes. problem with being mm-hmm. trans is the violence, the discrimination, and all of that. And it's better now for people who are born... Um, middle class and better. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more likely to have white. access to, and, and white, more likely to have access to the things they need, more likely to be treated well and so forth. But for poor trans people of color, um, it hasn't really changed. Mm-hmm. The same number are still getting murdered. Yeah. And um, so it's, you know, it's, I don't think of it in terms of inclusiveness. You know, it's just work that needs to be done. And I think that if we, uh, I, I hate to see us um, spend a lot of energy on, on, on what Gordine called the horizontal hostility, 
uh, you know, uh, faulting one another for not doing what we should be doing. Right. I, that's sort of that's not my it. term. I just, hardly, I just right. wrote about <laughs> it one time, yeah. I, I, I think um, rather than thinking about um, uh, whether or not uh, the gay and lesbian community is including trans people enough in the work that's being done, I, I prefer just to to focus in a positive way on here's work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. We can all join in this together, but let's not be measuring how much we've been included by this or that yeah. um, group that we identify. It's really about one mind at a time winning people over. I, I very much agree with you, Nancy, but I also, uh, both of us have had a lot of excitement about the public attention mm-hmm. that uh Caitlyn Jenner and certainly Laverne Cox prior to Caitlyn Jenner uh, have generated. And I think there's some really exciting things that are happening. We were prepared to look at uh, Caitlyn Jenner's television show and, you know, we were really curious, you know, what was going to happen. And my hope was that we had written a, a dialogical blog for a, what was it, feminism and religion journal that was posted on it. Yeah about Caitlyn Jenner, and it was a response to a a New York Times article by Eleanor Burkhart, Mm -hmm. uh, who basically is a feminist separatist, and and there's a handful of feminist separatists that are very, very transphobic. And she kind of put the burden of all stereotypes on Caitlyn Jenner Mm -hmm. for the spread in Vanity Fair. And if you look at the way that any woman is portrayed in Vanity Fair, you know, it's no different than the way that Caitlyn Jenner was right. basically portrayed. But we have been really surprised and really pleased. Uh, Jenner has the spotlight. <laughs> and uh, there, have you watched the show? Oh, yes, yes absolutely. Yes. What, what do you think? I mean, there's a lot of transgender activists on it. You've got Jenny yeah. Boylan yes. on there. Mm-hmm. And an so awesome it's exciting, job. I think, mm-hmm. you know, uh, very exciting to see the different levels that people are at and right, the issues right. that are being raised. Well, when I, I think it's super raw because Caitlyn Jenner is obviously still, you know, at the beginning of, exactly. of you know, her journey. And so to see her interact with all these other activists and to honestly hear her say things that might be, you know, insensitive or um, not PC, but just like on the exactly, third show. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it, it just shows that even she is human. And that's kind of yeah. representative of where, you know, we are as a country. A lot of people are just, you know, they're interested and they want to do something, but they'll have slip ups. They'll say something. They'll, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know well, and how just yet. Just because we identify right. one way right. doesn't mean that we are immediately experts on it. Right. Absolutely. You know, or that Absolutely. we're totally politically savvy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the most impressive things to me is to see that during such a public and not easy you know, when we're dealing with ourselves, that she has put the spotlight on trans youth. And she has said, yes. listen, yes. we need to not forget that, you know, it's harder for them, you know, like in her, her speech when she got the Arthur, S- Arthur Ashe Courage that Award. That was really powerful. And she, Absolutely. Yeah, and she had, you know, in the first episode, she went and uh, talked with the family who had lost their, their son. Um, right. With suicide. Right. I, I am impressed by the, yeah, as Sergey said, by the rawness and the the willingness to show it. Whether you, you think that Caitlin is, you know, she has all this privilege or not, the fact is we all can only start with where we are and Absolutely. then try to do better. And I think that's amazing and we need that. 
Isn't it? Yeah, I, it's, yeah it's exciting to me to see her um, clearly listening to the advice that she's getting from right. the branch and yes. the people that she is in communication with and that she has on her show. And she's listening to transgender activists and she's getting good advice. Jenny Boylan is excellent. Oh, she's phenomenal. Um, and it's in the public discourse, which is what's yes. so exciting. I mean, when they did the cover on Vanity Fair, yeah. there was a transgender person who created a template. And so many of us created our own transgender mm-hmm. uh, cover, our Vanity Fair, our Vanity, yeah, yeah. Vanity Fair cover, to you know, show that there are many different faces right. of transgender people, and that that was awesome. That became a real democratic grassroots effort there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah, amazing. I got a call to uh, do an interview on a local TV uh, program, news magazine program, about gender before anything had really hit. Right. And um, the interviewer was surprised that I wasn't really thrilled about Caitlyn Jenner, and that. As far as I could tell, nobody in our community was right. uh, really excited about the fact that Jenner was going to be coming out with an interview with, uh, what's her name? And, um, oh, Diane, Diane Sawyer. Sawyer yeah. and, so forth. Um, and, and I have to say, I've done a complete turnaround because yes. uh, I went from being very skeptical um, to you know, being sold that she really is doing every bit as good a job as I would be doing if I were in her place. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of us were worried it was going to be the Kardashians, you know, the sequel. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we were worried. <laughs> and, and instead, it's the Kardashians are there, but they're right. Yeah, you know, right. they're playing a different, more exactly. muted uh, yeah. role there. And but, I think it's a beautiful thing for someone to share. You know, I even enjoy watching the honesty of her mother who, yes, you know, says, I love you right. so much and I want, but I, you have to understand for me, this is hard. And I love that, although that's, that's such an honest, raw response. And to see yeah. this parent saying, but I love you and I'm going to figure this out. You know, right. that needs yeah. to be out there more. I'm a little yeah, bit that's... nervous for her because uh, I read that the ratings for the second episode were half <sighs> yes. out of the Yeah, yes. they dropped massively. I know, it made me want to cry because I feel like it's a very... Very important show, so mm-hmm. well, to be very, I do too. I think yeah. it's, it's very representative of the transgender experience. You know, her mm-hmm. whole um, when she gets together with the other women at her retreat or whatever. You know, she's the first with time a lot she's of money, going out. But it reminds me of my experience when I was going to conventions. When I first came out, and yeah. I was going to conferences at various places mm-hmm. around the country, hanging out with other trans women, and mm-hmm. really connecting with them in very personal ways. Um, so what we're seeing is amazingly authentic, I think. Sure. Well, I, I think I think you're right about that. And and trans women initially, and then by the mid '90s, those conferences began to include uh, trans men because I was a mm-hmm. lot of the conferences, particularly in the in the Southwest. And so then trans men became very visible on the horizon mm-hmm. sure. uh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, and and presumably she'll bring trans men on at some mm-hmm. point. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very much lost in her femininity, of course. Well, I think Jenny Boylan said, you know, you can't have cloud, the pink right? cloud. Yeah. Now, Caitlin, <laughs> you got to think more than just now, yourself. We used to call it gender euphoria. I'm not sure about yeah. the whole pink yeah, cloud. Yeah, gender euphoria <laughs> instead <laughs> of gender dysphoria. <laughs> 
So one of the things I, you know, to kind of, I, I think we could talk to you all. You should just fly to Spokane. We'll go to coffee for a few hours. because. Well, listen, I'm, is... I'm thinking of uh, getting out to Seattle in, <gasps> what, April for a pop culture oh, you, <laughs> conference. Oh, yes. You hey, have to let us know. For 11 years. We miss it. We have oh. big mouths. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect. And one of the things, uh, one of the quotes that uh, Nancy actually you said on one of the shows I was watching was that you're saying one of the myths is everyone transitions. And one of the things I want to say is on a broader level, I think all of us are always transitioning in some way. And I think as we evolve, that's the amazing part of the conversation. And before we have to end ours, just really quick. Where can people get more information on your books and any lectures and things? Uh, because I think the conversation obviously needs to be be had again, especially for people like Sergey and I. Mm-hmm. And where can we get more resources to do that? Well, go to gendertalk.com. That's, that, that's where you can listen to our shows. And, 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 and we do have a list of resources there. But... And gendervision.org and gendervision.org. as well. You can watch our, our the video series that we did. Um, these days, I'm doing a lot of work with the Massachusetts Transgender Political Coalition, yes. which is MassTPC, M-A-S-S-T-P-C.org. And uh, we have links to all kinds of resources there. But on a national basis, there's no better place to go than the National Center for Transgender yes. Equality. Mara Kiesling and her crew and that's are NC. Yes. And, and, you know, it's a great starting point for anybody. And check out uh, Caitlyn Jenner's show. And there's also a young uh, trans woman who is awesome by the name of Jazz that you may have seen. Yes. Uh, Check Mm -hmm. her out on YouTube. But I understand that she has her own show now. Yes. We just heard that. And it lets you see someone. I think she's maybe 13 now. Oh, wow. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, with parents that have been very accepting, and now Jazz is really doing work for other transgender see. kids. See, and this is what we need to see more and more. But I have to say are. to mm-hmm. you both, you were there. I know there's many people behind the scenes, but you were there at a time to start a conversation that you kept going for years, and you keep going in your lives. And I know that as a human being, I can't thank you both enough, and I'm really glad we were able to talk to you this morning. Well, as a human being, you're welcome. <laughs> you, I, thank, thanks to to you both as well for the work that you're doing and yeah, yeah. Uh, the awareness that you're mm-hmm. creating and, and your work toward uh, equality and changing the landscape. We we very much appreciate and, it. And for a very lovely interview. We really oh, well, well, thank, thank you. you. Both. Hey, it's teamwork. Yeah. It, the four yeah. of us are a great yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> it is, and it's, it's wonderful to be a member of this team. I can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I waited so many years to come out as queer. But, hey, you know, yeah. But yeah. we enjoy life every day. Every that's day. what matters. Indeed we do. Yeah. And in the words of Raving Raven. <laughs> yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thank you both so much. We I can tell we'll be in contact again in the future because we're not missing any time you're out here. Uh-oh. Sure. We'll look to Indeed we will. Okay, thank you. Have a wonderful Sunday. You too, thank bye. you too. Bye. Bye. If you just joined us, you are listening to Outspoken, and we just spoke with Nancy Nangeroni as well as uh Gordine McKenzie, who were the trailblazing women behind Gender Talk and Gender Vision, which are two amazing shows, one for for audio and one video. So please go check them out if you get a chance. That was 
That was a nice, I liked, I enjoyed that. Interview. That was. Uh, let's take a quick song break here and then we'll come back, kind of wrap up and talk about how lovely that interview was. Yes. All right. This is going to be Love in Motion by Sebastian. You're back with KYRS, Medical Expo Can, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Are you sure that wasn't Prince? Because that's d- who it sounded like. Actually, me. a lot. I That's why I love this I song is because it's, it's very princey. And that was it, a lovely song. I, yeah. I don't want to out you two. But <laughs> I do love because I never you don't see this type of thing when you're just listening on the radio. Yeah, Sergey and Jonathan have like little dance offs in their chair <laughs> yeah. during the music breaks. So yes, <laughs> it's just how you we, have fun. We love it. You it's know, fun. we we didn't use it today, but we've been using that new up Periscope, and I'm sure we're going to hear from people who didn't see us on it, um, so that people can see our little breaks. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So it's fun. It is fun. This is what happens. We're actually we're like the parents are away a little bit because we are lacking in the people that are normally in here oh who I would know, be yeah. doing our periscope or filming so this is what happens when they're gone we all get I know. crazy yeah the cat's <laughs> away mike's gotta play right that's how that happens mm-hmm. that was i just have to say and i would definitely encourage you like every show but go if you didn't get to hear the interview with those two women who founded gender talk and gender vision go ahead and download the show tomorrow on itunes because that was a fascinating interview to me i felt like there was eight thousand more things we could t- talk about it you was know. like Pandora's box. It really, really was. Every conversation just opened another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can hear all about Raving Raven. And yeah. who doesn't want to hear about that? Well, even Her. better, you can just go <laughs> check out their uh, their show. Yeah. They're both Gender Talk and Gender Vision. Yeah, gendervision.org, gendertalk.com. See the conversations that they have. Because yeah. I swear, sometimes we would ask a question, then they would just talk for 10 minutes, as if they're having their show. And That's I'm like, I, I really thinking. like this. I'm like, this yeah. is like us. That's why we like them. Because they're exactly. having their own show right. on our show like right. we do all the time. Uh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, poor Kyle said. So I'm like, stick around. You know, yeah, right. well, you can be part. But no, there is no room for anybody to be I've part I've learned that, that when, uh, when the conversation is going... You know, sometimes it's great to step back and be, you know, be right. a pr- uh, prospector. It. There so, you go. A prospector? Is that the right is word? A, a wallflower, maybe? Just I listen. I'm an observer. Sure. I think that's an observer. A prospector. I'm going to mine some gold here. Hey, which is sort of what happens when you listen to our show. That's true. You are mining gold. Mining for gold. You might not get it, but some days there's a lot. Some days it's a very thin vein. Yeah, right. There you go. A couple cents. So we've had a lot of time. We've talked about a lot in the last two hours. We've talked about, of course, let us remind you that on September 26th is a Saturday. You want to go out and support not only Spokane AIDS Network, but End AIDS Washington. Um, in our state, I almost said in AIDS Washington worldwide. Yeah. But you know, that's a thing. <laughs> well, so, but go be. do it. You can join our team if you want to walk with us. We'd be more than happy to yep. to walk beside you. Um, and it's just, we'll put up, Curter will put up the link if he hasn't already on mm-hmm. our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You can go join. It's only $20 to register. You get a t shirt. Oh, hey, and it's just this year gets this t shirt. Yeah, there is it's this a special T-shirt. Not it's, it's not happening. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. It'll never happen again. <laughs> 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 we're still working on the shirts, but they're always oh good. Last year's were yeah. so cool, um, yeah. very retro esque. Ooh, I think fun. that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, uh, join a team and join Outspoken's team because they're going to be fun. If there's right. a little fr- hey, friendly competition. We'll going do on. a little dance off if you want. Come on, do a little yeah. Dance. Come we won't Please. let Kurt dance. No, Kurt, Kurt sit no, down. Sit. Oh, no. <laughs> He's doing his butt dance. <laughs> the butt dance is happening uh, in he studio. He always does this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, come on. it's going to be a lot of fun. It's for an amazing cause, and who doesn't want to see the end 
of AIDS. Yes. We all do. We all do. So I think that's amazing. We also talked about some interesting things going on around the world. Russia. Mm-hmm. We love to talk about Russia. Russia. Ukraine. We do. <laughs> we Well, love, really. Right. We, mm-hmm. We're I intrigued want to by it. celebrate Russia when they get their act together. Let's have that show. There we go. Okay. I've been told it's a beautiful country. It is a beautiful country. If we felt safe to go there, then exactly. right, exactly. It is beautiful. Well, if you stay deep in the closet, you will. I will say, right. I have to call out. I believe it was Gordine who mentioned your birthplace. She said they had a guest from Kyrgyzstan, and I honestly, I, I, I should have asked um, who it was because f- first, first of all, for someone to call in from Kyrgyzstan. Um, wow, they must they must right. have built up quite the tower because there it is it is right? it is mountains it is mountains and sheep herds in Kyrgyzstan <laughs> mountains and sheep that's herds all it is in Kyr- um, and also a trans trans person from Kyrgyzstan I'm very intrigued yeah rough. yeah well absolutely. you know we're gonna obviously keep in touch with the ladies maybe we can find out who that was and see. Yeah, you know that'd know. be fun. That'd I will say, and, and then uh, Gordine also mentioned that she will be, and I'm hoping Nancy will be joining her as well in Seattle, probably in April. So I see a road trip. Yes, then in April because <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun. Some of the other things we talked about were, of course, Madonna. Oh, supporting Madonna. us as always. Mm-hmm. And yep. then what you didn't see is during the break, Kyle, myself, and Sergey debating Madonna or Cher because that's what happens when you're <laughs> in the <laughs> studio. Yeah, yeah. And I am I am torn. I am a de- but you know what I think it's generational too. I grew up when Madonna was just out and she was so I mean I love Cher, but she'd been there a bit. And I still love her. Yeah. But Madonna was that trailblazer mm. doing and when you want to be rebellious, she was the girl she in the She was generation. rebellious, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So wow. when I wanted to tick my dad off, I would play Papa Don't Preach because he was a preacher. <laughs> Even though I wasn't a young woman pregnant, but still, <laughs> Papa Don't Preach worked for me, and I would blare it in my house. I oh, love wow. Madonna's music, but I, like, I'm not even really torn. It's just share, right? Because I'm not really <laughs> rebel. I'm not yeah. a rebel. You're not yeah. a rebel. Not, no, You're really? safe. You're safe. Yeah. Gotcha. I gotta yeah. say, I See, love me some share, but no share. Absolutely, but but throw right. Gaga in there, and I'll be oh. I'll be I mean I'll be Gaga then, all day. Then after, then it's a tear for me. After. Yeah, I know. Right, exactly. They're but they're too different. They are different. Yeah, I would like to talk to gaga would be amazing, amazing. yes exactly yeah, i knew gaga you're for listening it. yes, yes we, want to <laughs> we know you are listening gaga. So, oh yeah of course she is yeah we'll, so we'll send it to your personal email right <laughs> we also talked about the bagel from <laughs> oh the no priest <laughs> let's <laughs> talk about ripping a bagel open and shoving it in your ear and apparently that's the same as gay yeah. sex so yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I first of all, yeah. it's always been much more enjoyable for me than a bagel in my ear, but I whatever. <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. I, I love that the star of that story is the bagel, actually. It, it, it's, it it's not the crazy priest. It's the bagel that's in your ear. Okay, so I always freak out if yeah. I get something in my ear anyways, because right, right. I do, because I'm like, oh, I'll never hear again because yeah. I'm dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just the the fact of that. Um, well, and speaking of fears, we can't forget the most important thing we talked about today, which was spiders. Yes. <laughs> because thanks to Curter putting that up on our page, I have someone has shared a video. Oh no. About spider, oh, and no. I haven't opened it yet, I'm afraid. Don't ever. People have been texting me and putting on Facebook they have spider stories. I'm like, I don't need any. I don't need to see them. I don't need right. to know it. I don't. Right. I have enough fear. Like I said in my Facebook post, there may may have been a moment in my life when I slept in my car yeah. and I let the spider have my apartment uh, for a day until my friend could come over the next morning with the best way, lighter and hairspray oh, to get the spider. Okay. 
It's a story. It's a rumor. I don't you know if it really happened. Blowtorch and spider. Oh, yeah. That should be like animal cruelty. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> spiders are spiders, spiders animals. I mean, I get. Yeah, they're insects. Isn't it part of animalia, or is there like well, it's a branch it, off? I mean, it. it I think it is. Right. <laughs> I'm not a biologist. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, that it's is an animal. One thing I'm willing to take the flack for because yeah, no, right. Because here, here's the deal. We, ha- I have a treaty with spiders. If they don't show themselves to me, then I don't worry about them. And I let them live. Yeah. Broke the treaty. Showed yeah. up. Sure. Yeah, but here's the thing. It might not have happened. It was now, a rumor. I don't know. Do the spiders know that you have this treaty? Because I don't. I don't know. Do I they have sign actually a contract? verbally had this conversation oh, okay. out loud with spiders. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ellen yeah. actually does a great stand-up routine about how there's no signs saying no spiders. Why are we so you know? Why are we so arrogant to think that spiders understand? And why do we think they speak English? That's you know, true. They could speak. But I'm like, whatever. Portuguese. Typical Portuguese right? spiders. So how would you feel about like James and the Giant Peach? Have you seen that? Yes, Were I Were you have. okay with that spider? Oh, no, I no. actually did not hate her. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? But so here's hope. the thing. If, as long as they're cartoon spiders <laughs> and they're nice. Sing me a song. <laughs> okay. Be Mary Poppins. So that's the we'll threshold. Yeah. That's the right? threshold. <laughs> Charlotte's Web. Oh no! I love. Yeah, I do not like Charlotte's Web. I don't either. Right? <laughs> it's about a. It's supposed to be a cute story about a spider. You're like, no, no. And, a, and a pig. Well, what's sad is she dies, and they're trying to kill him the whole movie. I feel like it's an action horror flick. Yeah, <laughs> that's really what has happening there. <laughs> oh no! Is that a generational thing too? <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's Web. <laughs> I love Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Right. Uh, what mu- it must be hard for you guys who you are know, so much older than now that I'm thinking about it. Why is there so many spiders in like kids' tales? Because there's Itsy Bitsy Spider, there's James and the Giant Peach, oh Bugs gosh. Life, Little had spiders, Miss Muffet, Sat Little on Miss her Muffet, Spider. Away, along came yeah. spider why the are there spiders everywhere? And she pulled out an Uzi and yeah. blew it away. And so yet we're new. still afraid. You know, I heard that we're afraid of spiders. Uh, it's a it's a uh, evolutionary thing. Okay. Really? And yeah, that we're afraid of sense. things that look like spiders too, because. Evolutionary wise, spiders are poisonous, and yeah. so things that even out of the corner might look like a spider will make really? us heebie-jeebie because oh, wow. death and yeah, poison. that's crazy. But good news, no one has died from a spider bite since the eighties, so we're wow. safe. Wow. So what? we're safe. I yeah, don't know. nope, one hundred percent true. Go no one in the up. world. Look it up. No one in the world. I think he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> really? I can, I can see like you in America. No, no, no. In the world, including Australia, actually, and Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Snakes, on the other hand, like different story. So you should be spiders. afraid of snakes. You should be afraid afraid of snakes. Yeah, more afraid. Oh, you know what? I'm. It's sharks and spiders for me. Okay. I mean, I don't like snakes, <laughs> but I was living in Tulsa <laughs> for five decided. years where you would open your door and the snake would be around your light. Oh my god! So you just kind of had to be trying like, to warm oh. up. Oh, okay, it was all weird. Right. First of all, how'd they climb up my wall? I think that's a question. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, something's not okay. <laughs> from a branch, I didn't from have. A branch. So our producer trying to tell snakes. me there was a. Those are so things. Can I tell you yeah. what the scariest thing in the yeah. world is? The what? thought of flying spiders. Oh, no, no, no. I don't would leave the planet. There's like something that was going on on Facebook several yeah. months ago. Oh, they discovered a flying spider. I will I will cut someone. It's not real. <laughs> it, yeah. It's not real. <laughs> I will go frantic and just start <laughs> freaking out on everybody. Or it's like the, like, like what three inch wasps in china <gasps> three or four inch wasps and in yeah. japan too and yes. i've seen them and you've never seen me no. run or scream no. <laughs> so fast in my life they chase you no and these don't even these japanese people are like looking at me like who's this white guy <laughs> wait don't they sting and like you die they don't die but i've oh never been god. stung but i've heard it feels like like you've broken no one oh my god like you've broken something oh my god wow. no one has ever died in the world from a <laughs> that's not a fact you can't prove it jonathan go so away so this is what you get when you listen to outspoken <laughs> crazy talk but this is how it works that's true <laughs> all right remember to check us out on our facebook page our twitter page go to hotmesssunday.com and most importantly 
Go download the podcast so you can have fun every day.